nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Uh, I be the same dude, used to wake up playing GameCube Whatever game we playing, man, I can't lose Can't choose what game system they use Like saying who better, Ken or Ryu You love BGs, oh yeah, girl, me too We can watch anime all day and skip school Young legend, rap taking to a new level New medals for young kings who don't settle In the crib with my big bro playing Nintendo I will never let go, gotta keep it red. Got every single color joystick for the six bow I will never let go Every time it tick tock, it's young day, not Jenny from the block. Gotta tell me when to start, I don't know when to stop. Pull up to the scene, like my name, Robocop. Legendary Baker Styles T, it's a pop. PS1, yeah, bought it for the fun, yeah. 6-4, yeah, you don't even know, yeah. Game Boy SP on the flow, yeah. Room full of anime scrolls, bone low, yeah. If she not an otaku, we cannot buy. We so retro, we play the Wii outside. I cannot hear ya, that's a far cry. Retro life, crib with my big bro playing Nintendo. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Got every single color joystick for the six bow. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Mega Man, Street Fighter, Donkey Kong, yeah that's all I know. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Keep it retro. Keep it retro. Never let go. Keep it retro. In the crib with my big bro playing Nintendo. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Got every single color joystick for the six bow. I will never let go. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your first Mac, the mad scientist. And it's your boy, Thanos. How about them cowboys? Fuck them. Rick Rob. Say it again. I'll say it again. Shout outs to Top Gun for that shout out. How about them cowboys? Top Gun, I feel you. I see you. I'm with you. Top Gun, let me tell you something right now, man. <laughs> Rob is not with you. He just does this shit to annoy me. That's what he does. <laughs> That, that, that's what he does. <laughs> he is not a Cowboys uh, fan by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, he just does this uh, to annoy me. He does this to troll me every morning. He, he's about as worse as Detroit Blue when she ever said, go get your hoodies. Make sure you get your hoodies. Yeah. Yeah. He's just as worse. Hey, man. I don't know why I end up getting co-hosts that just like to troll people. I don't understand. I don't know why you're a hater. I really never understood. I told, I told you. Look, okay. So this Sunday, my hatred is split in half at this point because we play our division rivals, the Pittsburgh Steelers, on Sunday. So my hatred is split down the middle, and and I'm and I'm always conflicted on these weeks. But I'm more focused on the Pittsburgh Steelers at this point than than Dallas, and uh. I, I know we are ready for the Steelers. We are geared, getting ready for the Steelers. So, um, so I still, so I right now I'm saying fuck the Steelers. That's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying right at, at this point. I mean, and hopefully we'll come out. That people, should 
that should be a win for y'all. Uh, yes, it should be. Yes, that should be a win, honestly. That, that's uh, definitely a win. Unless Big Ben just goes crazy. You know, Big Ben is so inconsistent. And, you know. He he lost receivers. Uh, he lost a good percentage of people last week. Like, he lost Joe Hayden. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they lost a linebacker, like, that kind of, like, led the defense. Uh, I think he lost a receiver, like, one of his top receivers, too. Um, yeah, they got played with injuries last week. But I, I honestly, I'd rather beat the Steelers when they're at their full. You know, I don't want no excuses at that point. I don't want no asterisks on this win. I get you it. You know what I'm saying? I get it. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. But, but Thanos Rick, yo, check this out, bro. So um, I watched that the first two episodes of Star Wars Visions last night. What did you think? Oh, I loved it, man. Especially the first episode. The first episode really got me. It really got me. It's it's like in black and white, but it, black and white animation style. And it, it looks like it's set in feudal Japan. Obviously, it's not. But... It, it gave its own. It gave its own uh, Japanese traditional Japanese feel to it, and I liked it. Okay. So, okay. you know what I mean? But yeah, hey, it, 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 it was nice. See, see, Top Gun even see it too. He like he seen it. it was nice, man. It's like an anthology series. So basically, it's it's several different episodes by different studios. Or whatever the case may be. And it's not like an episode per week. It's giving you the whole season all at once. Well, I mean, I again, <clears throat> I always thought that this was just, you know, a gift to the fans. Again, you know, it's, it's not canon. It's just, you know, letting other studios, other creatives, other writers, you know, kind of kind of dabble in the Star Wars world a little bit and, you know, provide something cool for the fans. So, of course. So now will will they continue with this? You know, season two, season three. That will depend on, you know, fans like you, E, and everyone else. You know, if there's enough interest in it, then I can see them going with this. But, you know, time will tell. I don't know. I, I think they will have a season two and three. Um, like Todd Gunn said, Samurai Lightsaber. It's a Samurai Lightsaber, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm normal blow through this season. I know I am, but I'm trying to take my time with this series because I don't want to blow through it. But obviously I'm going to give it a rewatch because it's just a different spin on the normal Star Wars stuff that we used to. So, and, and I like that. It's refreshing to right. see. Right. So, um, so right. the first two episodes is, is pretty, pretty dope. Um, chances are I, I will, you know, write about it. Did you know there was another He-Man series that's on Netflix now? Yeah. You know what? I saw that I think a day or two ago, I saw yeah. the, uh, like a preview or whatever it is on Netflix. So, you know, interesting because I know they're still going through with the other one. But yeah, revelations. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't I don't know. It's confusing. It's like people people really want to keep this He-Man thing going. You know what I'm saying? Which will, which leads to, you know, a point that I want to bring up later. But, uh-huh. you know. Okay, so from what I'm understanding, (laughs) now this came out of nowhere for me, but I did hear rumors. Matter of fact, shout out to Lauren. Um, Lauren was the one who actually um, sent me that information like uh, a few weeks ago. And I was like, nah. And she actually posted it in the Geek Corner. And I think 
it didn't get really that many responses because I think people initially thought this was the He-Man series that's already been out, but it's not. It's actually the, the CGI animated series. Honestly, from the trailer, I, I mean, I haven't seen the series yet. I, I'm going to watch it, honestly. Um, I probably will watch it, you know, and that probably will be an article in the magazine. But um, so it looks better action wise than revelations if that makes sense i i don't it, by the you, trailer now i haven't seen it yet but you mean as far as like the the fighting scenes and the yeah okay yeah yeah you know what i'm saying it just it, i mean honestly it's tvy7 that's something i can like sit and watch with like dj right i, yeah. I can sit and watch with, with dj and um i mean revelations i can do the same too um, but I think with that one is a little bit harder to follow. And I mean, I can't introduce him to masters of the universe from back in the day. Cause I don't think he would be sitting there and watching that cause the animation's dated. So, um, I mean, I would enjoy the hell out of it, but I don't think he would. So, I mean, <laughs> now looking at the, this new one with the new CGI and stuff like that, this might be a, a, a new introduction to it. And that might be something like me and him can actually watch together and blow through a season. Asher, now I really think about it. So it might be a, it might be a cool deal, but we, we'll see. We'll see. <sighs> but yeah, man, it, I see He Man. I saw uh, now. Now Thanos Rick, I remember like some months ago. I remember last year sometime. I told you to watch this fighting anime that's on Netflix. Now there's Baki, um, and there's King and Ashua. Now, did you watch both of those? I do not remember. My memory hmm. is shot. Sorry. Hmm. <laughs> wow. I think I did, but I, I honestly do not remember. I know okay. it sucks, but my, my memory really is terrible. <laughs> it is. Well, I, well I'm going to tell you this, though. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I would tell you right now to go back and watch Baki, the first three seasons of Baki, because Baki Hanma will be released on September 30th. And it, from the trailer, it looks like Baki will finally go one-on-one with his dad in this trailer uh, from what I'm seeing. But you got to work yourself up, though. So if you haven't, like, if you don't remember it, I will tell you to go back and watch Baki, um, the, the first three seasons of Baki. And then once you're done with that, King and Oshawa is not related, but it is a fighting anime. And King and Oshawa is really, really good. Like, it, it, it it's more of a... It's more of a, a, a showman type. It gives like a pro wrestling feel to it. Got you. Got you. Um, the way they are introduced, eventually, the way they are introduced. Um, but Baki is just straight up no hold barred fighting, different fighting techniques and whatever. Both don't got different fighting techniques, but mm-hmm. it's just over the top. Now, Yujiro Hama, which is Baki's dad, like he is on a whole nother level of fighting, man. They, they call him the ogre. Like armies try to fight this man. Can't, can't kill him. That's how he he's at the pinnacle of martial arts. That, that that's pretty much who he is. Okay, then I gotta check it out. I gotta check yes. it out. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I I've been slacking on my Netflix, man. You know, I've been I've been really watching a lot of HBO Max. <laughs> you know, but I have been slacking on my Netflix, so I had to get back into that. So, so that's one thing I I gotta do. I gotta do that. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's good stuff, man. But now I did send you some information. Now you say you had some stuff. You say you got a few things, man. What you got there, Thanos? Rick? What you got? Well, you know, for starters, um, 
Triple H did send out a tweet letting everyone know, hey, and I'm paraphrasing, you know, he's saying, hey, thanks for all the the love and the prayers and the blessings. And, you know, it's been overwhelming and, you know, shout out to, you know, Sean and the crew over at NXT for doing an amazing job, you know, but, you know, he, he is doing well. He's recovering well. So mm-hmm. shout out to Triple H, you know, Stephanie, the kids, everyone over there, you know, we wish you a speedier recovery, you know, um, lately people have just been passing, passing on. So, you know, we want to keep as much as you, you guys as, as we can, you know, right. guys from our, you know, our, our childhood. So. No doubt about it. No doubt about it, man. I mean, but honestly, I mean, WWE got the best, like some of the best health personnel or whatever the case would be. And I think it's right. like an hereditary thing. Right. So, right. I mean, obviously it's kind of like something that he know he needed to do. Right. And, he, you know, they got it taken care of and all that good stuff. So, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's okay. You know, he can hurry up and come back and, you know, work on NXT and everything else. But oh, now last night was movie night. Um, we watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, pretty good attendance. Um, shout out, shout out to all the Geek Corner members that attended the movie night. Um, had tons of fun out. I know next Wednesday is Back to the Future Part Three. That was a that was a next movie that was being chosen. So can't wait to hang out with you guys then. So um, so yeah. Now and yeah, Top Gun. We definitely gonna talk about that uh later with the AEW Grand Slam, um, and all that. But Hey man, I, I pull out some stuff, Thanos Rick, as far as Venom and Spider Man. Like like according to Screen Rant. Like check check it out. Check it out. Now it says Venom and Spider Man might be the most famous as enemies, but an unlikely MCU team up could have proven both hilarious and more inventive option. When it comes to Marvel villains, Spider Man probably has the best lineup of opponents to dip to battle with. There's Dr. Octopus, the Green Goblin, the Lizard, Craven the Hunter, and many more memorable names. The most famous Spider-Man foe, though, is probably Venom, who in the most common version of the character is what happens when an alien symbiote becomes one with the reporter named Eddie Brock. Now, while Venom began life as a villain, he ultimately proved so popular that the character went on to spend a lot of time as an anti-hero, sometimes even working alongside his old rival Spider-Man. 2018's hit Venom movie revises titular lead even further, disconnecting Venom origin from Spider-Man who originally spent time bonded with the black symbiote prior to the creature attaching itself to Brock. Now, Venom was also never a villain in his take, in this take, as Tom Hardy Brock was a nicer person than the past incarnations, did in his best to stop the symbiote from slaughtering innocents. Now, uh, it also says that following the signing of Marvel and Sony's new deal to keep sharing the movie rights to Spider-Man and the broker in 2019, Many reports have suggested that it's only a matter of time until Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and Hardy's Venom share the screen, either in Sony's Marvelverse or MCU or both. While the most obvious route would be MCU crossover might seem to be pitting Spider-Man and Venom against each other, having them join forces buddy cop style could be even more fun. What you think there, Thanos, Rick? You know, I would... It would make more sense looking in from the outside mm-hmm. for Venom to pop up over in the MCU because, I mean, let's face it, it's, it's the MCU. Right. So it would make sense for Tom Holland and Venom to kind of, you know, mash up there and maybe you'll see some cameos and, you know, familiar faces and, 
whatever the case may be. I mean, the, the MCU is the hottest thing popping right now in Hollywood. We all know that. But on the other side of the token, if I'm Sony, I'm like, look, I got to get my shit popping over here. Mm-hmm. I get it. We made the deal for Spider-Man, Tom Holland with the MCU. It's working out great. Both sides are making money. You know, we might can continue this, you know, for a long time. Now, you know, me being Sony, I don't see myself giving up the rights to Spider-Man because if I do that, then there goes the money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, if I can work out a deal with MCU and keep that thing going, their success is my success. And yep. given that I have, you know, Spider-Man's, I guess, IPs and, you know, related characters and blase blase. Now I want to build my own universe, you know, and I want to bring in Tom Holland for, you know, a little bit over here. Now, Mm -hmm. does that mean that, you know, what I'm doing over here is separate from the MCU? Well, E, that will be left up to perception. Wait, wait. You know what? I I just thought about something. I thought about something. So, this might be a way to get the classic symbiote that I'm thinking about from Spider-Man. Like, like some way that he gets separated from his symbiote and then it finds its way to Spidey. And then for only like a short period. Like, it don't have to be throughout the whole movie or whatever the case may be. But from there, when it goes back to Eddie, he gets the, he gets the powers like Spider-Man. Like the spider, I wouldn't say Spider-Sense, but the webbing and the emblem on his, on his front and the back. This might be a way to actually make that happen because right now he's just a symbiote. Uh, honestly, E, I don't see the webbing coming to fruition. I don't. Uh, it needs to be. <laughs> it needs to be. It's part of him. It's, it's Eddie Brock's essence. You got the white spider. You got the web, the unlimited webbing because it, it doesn't run out. You have the symbiote powers. All that has to go together. It has e, to. E, I, I'm with you, but you know they would have did that by now, don't you think? I don't think it, well the only way that can happen is if the symbiote would have been part of Spider-Man first. That's the only way the symbiote knows about the webbing. But he went to Eddie first. So that's why I'm saying for the webbing to come in, he would have to uh fuse with Peter Parker first and then move it back to Eddie because he would absorb the memories or identity because you know the symbiote is a life of itself. So it has the memories, it has the abilities or whatever and it kind of keeps it <clears throat> And then once it goes to the other person, it kind of maintains that. So with, I mean, so, that, that would be a, a dope story. If you're going to bring in Venom to the MCU, I would definitely write somewhere where, hey, you know, somehow the Venom detaches from Eddie, latches on to Spider-Man, because I do like Spidey Venom. I always like that. Yeah. You know, I thought that was a dope story. So if they can somehow do that again and, you know, make Tom Holland be, you know, a jackass asshole. I think that'll be funny. And I, I think that'd be pretty cool to see at the same time. Yeah, and no doubt. Like you said, E, latch on the Spider-Man. Then you can get the the white symbol on his chest. Then you can go ahead and get the webbing. And then somehow the symbiote latches back on to Eddie. And then we can bring Venom back into Sony. And then we can move on from there. I mean, I that that is a good idea. That is a good idea. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I was saying... You know, again, Sony's not going to want to get away from Spider-Man. They're going to want to keep this. So, 
if you bring in Tom Holland over to the Sony side of it, let me ask you, does Sony need Spider-Man on their side to build the universe? Yes. Why? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of hard to have Venom without Spider-Man to some capacity. He don't be in there all the time. But after Carnage, what else you got? Well, aren't they doing the Sinister Six and the the Black Cat and yeah. uh, uh, Craven? Craven, Morbius, Morbius is coming. So now, granted, these are all Spider-Man villains. Yeah. And you know, he already told you it's kind of weird having these people around with no Spider-Man. It's weird. Yeah. But they did do a Joker movie without Batman. So it's possible. Yeah, it's but that was like a standalone. That was like but it you know. but, but they did it. So it's not impossible. It's really all about how you tell the story. True. Will it, yeah. Will it look right? Maybe not E, but it's, it's not impossible. It'll have to be different. Like right. I can I can see Morbius being very different. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't really know, but that would that, that would have to be a conversation between MCU and Sony because MCU wants Spider-Man around, but they're, they're not getting it from Sony. I, I don't see Sony giving that up. That's too much money gone. Well, they got to deal like with Spider-Man. Um, I mean, I, I think they'll probably have to ink a deal with Venom. Um, you got Shriek in this one. Let there be carnage. So I'm, I'm very... Very intrigued by this uh, storyline. But yeah, you got to have Spider-Man in there. And and the fact that Spider-Man can be in both areas and have it make sense is, is actually pretty, is pretty dope in, in, in certain ways. Because I think going forward, you don't, you will most less likely have those big, big team-ups like the Avengers and all that. Um, I think you're just going to have like team-ups here every now and again like special guests, basically like a comic book. That basically probably was going to end up happening. Right. Because, you know, the budget, you know, you got to maintain the budget or whatever the case may be. So we'll see. We'll, def- we'll definitely see. I mean, it'll um, happen. It'll happen. It'll yeah. happen. You know, Tom Holland, I mean, it'll, it will happen because I, I think the fans, we want to see all these characters in full swing all at once on the same screen. I, I think that's what we all want to see at some point. Now, how the MCU's plans move along just on the MCU side is going to be interesting because again, you have, you know, Dr. Strange coming, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Fantastic Four, X-Men, Blade, Blase Blase. How are we going to include all of this with Spider-Man? And then, you know, there's a whole nother thing from Sony's side on this, on this side of the world happening. Like it's, 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 to me, it's just too separate. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It's, it's, yeah. it's too separate because I do want to see Craven in the MCU somehow. I want to see Morbius. I want to because you no know, Blade is coming. So how can you have Blade and no Morbius? Like I would, I would like to see those two on screen. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't know. It it they'll figure it out. They'll yeah, fi- they'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll, they'll definitely figure it out, man. I mean. They, between Sony and Disney, they're you know Marvel characters are in good hands. Uh, I'll definitely say that, like no doubt about it, no doubt about it. But yeah, man, like, um, I watched uh, uh, yesterday's episode of Marvel's What If, and 
that is probably, in my opinion, one of the most enjoyable episodes that I've ever seen. Out of out of the what if series, I don't know. I've been I've been hearing a lot of comments. It is the most enjoyable. A lot of How it's what if a of, like a lot, of, you, a lot of people aren't too, you know. I'm I'm just reading up stuff, you know. I'm just reading up stuff. That's the thing. How people are upset about something. There's no continuity in Marvel's What If. It, what If is exactly that. What no, I, If. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. But you know, some people, you know, you know, they're you know. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's stupid. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's crazy. See, Pat Venner says, uh, "What if has been surprisingly good in, in my opinion." See, exactly. I mean, all, what if exactly that? What if these scenarios? Like, I believe like the most recent episode with Thor is probably the most entertaining one out of out of all the series. Honestly, like as far as like comedy and stuff like that. Um. So this yesterday's episode was basically what if Thor was the only child? <laughs> <laughs> so so basically with the watcher doing his narration, so what happened is that Loki was given back to the giants by Odin. Mm-hmm. And Thor ended up being the only child. So mm-hmm. from that standpoint, Thor never really shifted his personality. He just been a party animal. So he apparently he shows up to Vegas with all the Norse gods and frost giants because Loki shows up as a giant and like doubts Thor up. He's like, yo man, my brother from another mother. You know, they trying to they throw them little quips in there. And you know, you get Surter, like Surter is trying to mack on the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like 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 uh Drax is there. The uh, the collector's not there, but um, what's his name from uh, Thor Ragnarok that was organizing the turn the fighting tournaments and stuff like that. Um, you mean um Jeff Goldblum's character? Yeah, yeah, he was DJing the party. Okay, so he was DJing the party and he stole a scooter. He wanted to take that back <laughs> because Odin went to sleep. He went through Odin's sleep. So, um. Went through Odin's sleep, and from there, Frigga was like, well, I'm going to go hang out with my girls. Thor, you go do your studies. You go do your thing. um, And just go ahead and do your study. All right, Mom, I'm going to do that. You know, oh, by the way, Hemdo is watching. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, Hemdo? Like, no, nah, he don't need to watch me. Like, we, we good. We good over here. So he, ate, he basically snuck off the Midgard, Earth. Apparently, Hemdo don't even look in that direction. So, you know, he takes the um, the group that he's with to fight giants or whatever the case may be. So basically everybody from his from Thor is there. People that would normally be his enemies are there partying and drinking. Howard the Duck shows up and gets married. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it was a very, very, very entertaining uh, show. Um, I, I, What are they doing with Howard the Duck? What are they doing? Um, because I, he made I he like made a couple appearances in Marvel's What If, and I think that's that's honestly is paying homage to his character because obviously he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. He did an appearance. Uh, he I think he did another appearance in Earth Volume Snack. Two. Earth Snack. Are we getting the movie? Yes or no? What are we doing? I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> what are we doing? Because they keep teasing us. But I'm like, okay, what are you guys doing? Because that original movie was terrible. It was really bad. 
You know what I'm saying? So did, did we thought so at the time? Yes. Yes. Okay. And we, and we still <laughs> okay. do. We st- <laughs> we still do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe Rachel Lowe likes it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know. it's been a while since I've seen it though. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, he made an appearance a couple times. I think that's where it's at. I think that's where it's at. I'm you just know, trying to figure out why they're showing him. That's all I want to know. E, they're showing him for a reason. Because Disney, they don't have to show him. They don't have to include him. So you know, you're including him. I mean, is this? I think it's like a G Wiz thing, though. It's like, oh snap, that's how I was the duck. I think that's really what it is. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, just accept the fact that Howard is there, man. I mean, just accept it. <laughs> the fact that he's a Marvel character is mind-boggling to me. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, hold up now. There's a DC character out there that gains his powers from snorting cocaine. So <sighs> this man was zonked to his zonked out his mind, man. So I mean, I forgot the name of this dude, but there literally was a character. That was getting powerful from snorting cocaine. It's crazy, man. That was DC, man. That was DC. Yeah. So I mean, Howard ain't really Howard is a drinker. He's at the bar. He's drinking. That, that's what he does. You seen him in Guardians? Well, he was captured in Guardians. But I think volume. <laughs> <laughs> I think in volume two, he was like, um, he was at the bar. He was like drinking. That that what Howard does. He drinks and he does. He doesn't do anything else. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Time will tell, man. But hey, man, going on to the next subject here, we got uh, AEW Grand Slam that was last night, which is the biggest event that they had. Period. It's the biggest event. Over 20,150-ish fans. I love it. I mean, I love it. I love it. They start with the banger. They started with the banger, man. You thought this was going to be a main event. No, 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 no. They did this as the opening. They did this as an opening. It was Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson, the American Dragon. Yes. And I'm going to tell you right off rip, bro. They went for 30 minutes. They went for 30 minutes. They they gave them, this is what pro wrestling is, people. This, This is what it is. Like when you give people time to do the work that they want, that they need to do, they're able to tell their story. That is magic right there. This is what what Shinsuke and AJ at WrestleMania should have been. This is what this should have been. And the ending was perfect. The ending was perfect. I liked it. I, I liked it. Now, shout out to Pat Vinny now. See, Pat Vinny is a little slick one, man. He's slick. He's a little slick one. Because he don't really watch AEW like that. But sometimes he'd come through and ask, like, hey, who won this and won that? I say, man, see, like that. What was the ending? So I'm going to ask Pat Vinny, where, where were you on the night of September 22nd yes, at Pat. around 8 p.m.? Yeah, Pat. Where was your antennas? Where, where was your <laughs> antennas? <laughs> <laughs> on the night of September 22nd at 8 p.m. Playing your PS5. You should have been watching AEW Dynamite. That's what you should have been doing. See, like I said, Pat Vin is a slick one, man. Like, he don't watch AEW Dynamite, but see, when you start hearing buzzes about certain matches, you want to hear the end results of it. Why you don't watch it? Why you don't watch it? Why you torture yourself so? 
No he pet. just does it. No pet. Pet. You're no. like, we ain't telling just nothing. Tell me, man. He said, just we, tell me. We, we ain't telling you nothing, Pat. <laughs> we ain't telling you nothing. Google. YouTube. <laughs> the fan. Okay. He says the fans. All right. I'm I, now. I, I'm kind of with him on that. Okay. But WWE fans is the exact same way. You got you got AEW marks and you got WWE marks, and those and they are very equal <laughs> to each other, man. But but now here's the thing about like I don't the fan know, base. I don't know if that's really true. No, that's true. I have seen this shit on social media. I have seen it, bro. Well, you know, I I just you know what e. I see people on both sides trashing each other. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're still watching each other. Some so people hate watch. So, like so that lets me know that you're still a fan of what of the product. You right. may not be a fan of the wrestlers themselves, but you're but you're still watching. You're still adding on to the viewership, the numbers. Right. You're still doing it. So I don't really know, you know, the E, you said this plenty of times. Fans are fickle. E, you're right. You're right, E. They are, mm-hmm. but they watch. They're still fans. They're still fans. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, again, AW fans, a, a, a lot of them E, if not all of them, are still fans of WWE because yeah. they grew up watching it. They don't want to, you know, turn away from it all the way. You know, that love is still there. E. That love is still there. Yeah, they, they shouldn't. They, they you know shouldn't turn saying? away from it. And Vince knows that. Vince knows. Vince knows. You know what I'm saying? Hell, I, I bet you Cody and Tony still watch WWE. They probably won't tell you. Or maybe they would. I don't know. But they still watch. No, they, no, no, they do. I mean, they, that's, not, that's not even private knowledge. I mean, they, they that, watch certain wrestlers. They watch certain matches. Like, they, they love pro wrestling as a whole. That's what I'm you know saying. What I'm saying. That's what I'm so, saying. That's that's why I don't I don't really understand. Like it's like I get it, E. I get it. You hate what Vince is doing. You know, fans of Vince or whoever may not like what AEW's doing. It's hard not to like it. But you know, there's always exceptions to the rules, E. That's what I'm saying. So well, my one. message, my message to Pat Vin is like, you know, stay off of Twitter, stay off of IG. Like that, that's that's my message to him because you are missing out on some classic shit. Like you, you missing out on some phenomenal matches. I think the reason why some fa- some fans, not all of them, some of them are rabid, is because they're really protecting this product because it is an alternative to WWE. From because what? WWE, from what I challenge you, I challenge that question. E protection what? from what? Well, okay, okay. So WWE has been around for twenty plus years by themselves. They honestly, they they have been the staple. No, 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 E. More than that. More longer than that. We have to include the 80s and all that too. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm talking about like with no competition. That's what I mean. Since 2001. Since 2001 up to now, WCW was the competition. Like that, there's no bone, there's no debate about that. I mean, but and and it's on record that Vince does not want another WCW situation. He does not want that. They have wrestlers that have confirmed that. There's people that work under them to confirm that. That's why he put NXT on Wednesday to deter the numbers. And people have told him, like, listen, this is a groundswell, dude. Like, listen, people are chanting AEW in your crowds. And he never paid attention to that. And then now look at this. You got 20,000 plus fans selling, like taking over New York 
like over the course of the weekend. But he doesn't want this. That's why he changed NXT because he let NXT be NXT because it because it was the alternative, but it was under his umbrella still. So when he said, I'm gonna let this be where it at, but I'm gonna put it up against AEW. But once it quote unquote lost the ratings war or whatever the case may be, or however you want to call it, he changed it to what he wanted to be. Now it's back to developmental. Now it's back to like whatever you whatever character you see in NST 2.0, you're gonna see them when they get on the main roster, the same type of character. You're not gonna see a drastic change like with Karrion Cross or Robert Roode or whatever the case may be. So though, so in, in an essence, like Pat is right, like they need to go in that direction. New wrestlers need to develop, need to be developed. However, he's not dipping into the independent wrestler circuit anymore. He's looking at like Olympians and like large characters or whatever the case may be. And that pool is kind of shallow. So I'm thinking he's really going to go back to the independent circuit to eventually, but not right now. But what so, do you, but what do you mean again, protecting? What are the fans protecting AW from? Uh, I, because okay. uh, uh, e again, this is not back in the day. You know, yeah, yeah. we, we are, are in an age of technology, streaming, things are different now. And, you know, Promotions can pop up or, you know, people can do their own thing. Is yeah. Vince, Vince cannot hold the chokehold like he once could back in the day, right. back in the early 2000s and what and so forth. Right. So he can't the fans, because of the, the fans protecting AEW, I think. And I don't want to speak for them. I don't know their feelings, I, I, but I, I think that feeling is a little misguided. The well, fans, no, here's what I'm saying. The fans like, don't like, have to protect AEW from anything. No, no, they don't. Because A, uh, Tony Khan has more money, um, definitely more financial back- backing. He's not Ted Turner. Um, but honestly, he's basically Paul Heyman with money. That's basically who he is. I mean, if you really, really think about it, Paul Heyman, if you really look at AEW, AEW is what ECW used to be back in the day. ECW was a groundswell. They were chanting ECW at Nitro and Raw. Right. And ECW was smaller than both of those. Right. But it was bigger in essence. So the first thing Vince did was took ECW because he got toxic and tired of hearing ECW chants. And then he did he remade ECW the way he wanted to do. And, and then it killed it. So you you didn't never heard WCW be enchanted. You never heard WWF be enchanted, but you damn sure heard ECW. That's the one, those are one. One set of three letters that you always hear, but now you're hearing these AEW chants or whatever the case may be, and it, and it's hard to stop. Like they don't pipe in the noise. The noise is organic. You know, you can bring whatever sign you want to the arena. You can wear whatever you want to the arena. It, it like I I think the way fans some some fans I can't say all of them some feel so protective of it is because when you go to an AEW show you feel like you are included into the show. Like, you feel like you are involved with the show. When you go to a WWE show, it's like you're sitting there and watching a play. You just got to sit there and watch. You know, cheer whenever you want, boo whatever you want, but just do you and stay over there with you. But AEW don't feel that way. Like, you got wrestlers jumping in the crowds. You got wrestlers drinking with the crowds. You got, you know, you got all this stuff being very, very interactive, and it's, it's reminiscent of ECW. And and the fans can be toxic, but the fans I, I encourage Pat that um so 
I, I feel like don't let the fans dictate how you watch AEW because you you missed out on Kenny versus Brian Danielson. You missed out on the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks. You probably just saw the highlights, but you had to see that match. The highlights don't do it. Don't do any of these matches justice. Like you missed out on you know Ru- like Ruby Soho and Britt Baker. Like they was the they were the the women were the main event for the biggest show that AEW had. That says a lot. It wasn't even Kenny and Brian. They opened the show. It wasn't even the main event. The women were the main event. That says a lot. Like Ruby never got that opportunity in WWE. And within a few weeks, boom, she got that opportunity. She came out in a losing effort. She didn't, the titles didn't change, which was the right decision. But at the end of the day, she was on the, she was right there on the main card. And that was a great match. You know what I'm saying? So um, so that there's well, I mean that, that that's you, Pat. You said you've never been on big on Ruby, but as far as the wrestling side of things, people are big on Ruby or whatever the case may be. So it it's like like it it feels so organic that wrestlers on AEW Dark or Elevator uh, Elevation, Tony legitimately comes out. No, like. This is real, real shit. He literally comes out and literally gets on the mic and said, hey, you've been doing a good job around here. I know you've been busting your ass and whatever. You know what? You are all elite. And he literally gives them a contract. Wrestler don't even know it's coming. Like, he involves the fans like that. He he makes the wrestlers, like, the people uh, that try out or do these dark matches or whatever the case may be, which you can find on YouTube, he he literally gives them contracts in front of the crowd where they don't even expect it. Like, that's unheard of. He, this man comes out before the show, comes out after the show, and say, I thank you all for coming to AEW. I, you know, I enjoyed you all. I'm pretty sure you enjoyed the show. Blah, 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 blah. He does this at every single show. Every single show. The fans leave happy. And it's like, I, I feel like, Rob, that's why they feel very protective of this product and they don't want to like bad. I mean, of course there's tightening of the screws. You got there's some screws that need to be tightened within AEW, like as far as like some refereeing and stuff like that, that all that's natural, but I, they're not letting it go out there into the atmosphere and bringing that energy out there for other people just to dump on the shit. That's what I mean. It is exactly like ECW fans. They are protective of their product. The fans are protective of it. It's the same thing. I kind of see your point. I kind of, I, I kind of see your point. Mm-hmm. But as far, I mean, but that's that wave, that momentum. You know, that's not so much on the fans, but that's on Tony and Cody to protect that mo- momentum. Mm-hmm. You know, the the fans are, as long as Tony and Cody are doing what they're doing, the fans are going to stay loyal. You know, of course. that's that's just how it is. You know, for a while, Vince was doing fantastic and we were protective over Vince and that product, I guess, in, in, in that sense. But had no choice. It was the only wrestling show. Yeah, but I think even with with WCW, you still had fans who were pro WCW and pro WWF. Yeah. Me, I, I wasn't one of them. I might be in the small select few that enjoyed watching both. 
and eat. Yeah. I tell you the story all the time. It was hell changing channels between fucking commercials. <laughs> between those fucking commercials, I had to change the channel. You know what I'm saying? Between those that dumbass Monday Night War bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wanted to see both promotions. I wasn't pro this over. No, no, no. Fuck that. Yeah, just get you know two TVs, man. Just, just put them beside each other. It, 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 e, <laughs> e, e, I call those the dark ages. Those are dark times, E. You know what I'm saying? Before yeah, cell phones. Good times for me. Before DVR, I had to flip the channel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it was, it was, it was really stressful. But I don't know. Is it, like I said, man. It's it's a new day. It's a new age. Tony and Cody are doing the right thing. You know, yeah. Vince. Vince still has the product. We can't just shun Vince out and WWE because they still yeah. hold a special place in our hearts. You know what I'm you, saying? You can't shun it out. You can't. It's, it's, so it's just like, I don't, okay. I don't feel the need for fans to protect AEW because AEW is going to be what it is. Again, as long as to- uh, Tony and Cody are doing their thing to deliver good product, have good matches, the actions will speak for itself. You know what I'm saying? The fans don't got to protect nothing, to be honest with you. Just let it be. The let only it be. Way you know what I'm AEW. saying? So, so fans can be very fans can be very territorial. Fans can be very whatever. You know what I'm saying? And it's unnecessary. Just yeah. enjoy both, if you enjoy both, and just let it be. Let it be. The fans don't protect nothing. We good. We good. <laughs> the only way AEW would fail is if AEW fails themselves. That's the only way, honestly. Okay, so look at the success that that catapulted. Because Bully Ray, you know, actually called it. He was like, man, you watch out for these guys. Through internet alone, no TV advertisements, no billboards, no nothing. Just internet alone. They sold out a show with no card yet. No right. fight card. They sold this show out in less than 15 minutes. 10 minutes, I think. No fight card. This was like double or nothing. This was before AEW was an AEW. And then you make an announcement. Oh, yeah, AEW's coming. And then once you have AEW coming, you got the Young Bucks saying, we're going to bring tag team wrestling to the forefront. You're going to see tag team wrestling on the main event on sometimes and legitimate tag teams like right. main eventing some of these shows. And he wasn't lying. They were main eventing shows. They still are. You know what I'm saying? Like some shows. You know what I'm saying? You got young talent coming through. Like I think Devon's Dudley's son, um, he's there. And he's like tearing the house down. Like he's a tag team, but his, I think his partner is injured. So he's been partnering up with like Matt Seidel, which y'all, some of y'all know him as Evan Bourne. And I mean, he's tearing the house down. He like he's up there with Kenny, like so Kenny Omega and all them other play, all them other people, or whatever the case may be. And you, like literally tearing the house down. Then slowly it started to build after this first year. Then the second year, you got these people coming through this guest appearance. AEW all out was probably like their best pay-per-view they had bar none with all these appearances. And then they, every show that they start, they don't start with somebody coming out to talk. They start with a match. Somebody's going to match. Somebody's going to wrestle. Then you might get somebody to talk after the fact, but you're going to get a wrestling match first and foremost before anything else. That's what you're going to get. Okay. And that's what I like. I think that's what wrestling fans like. I don't want to hear 20, 30 minutes of talking. Then you set up a match because it. Oh, so e, why, are you, cha- 
Things, e. things have changed a little bit because Vince took the helmet at Raw because you notice a difference. You kind of e. notice why, a difference. Why are you Vince bashing right now, E? I'm not Vince bashing. That is that that not fact? <laughs> is that not fact? Mo, what most times you see, what most times you see whenever a Raw SmackDown show up, like you somebody's in the rain talking, right? Then somebody comes out, and then next thing you think you know, there's a match at the end of the night, or there's a match being made. It's predictable, but it's, that has changed a little bit because even with Raw, this past Raw. Big New Day came out, naturally. Bloodline came out. Then there was a match. Then there was that epic triple threat match at the main event, which was Bobby Lashley, Roman Reigns, and Big E, which in my opinion, Bobby Lashley was the highlight for me because he was whooping everybody's ass. That, <laughs> yeah, that's my boy for sure. You know, I would tune in to Raw every week to see Bobby Lashley and now Big E. You know what I'm saying? I tune in to SmackDown to see Roman Reigns. You know, and the demon, which I already know he's going to beat the demon. That that's just going to happen. That that's just that'd be the first loss the demon ever take. I feel bad for Finn Balor, man. I do. I really I, feel bad for Finn. I, Finn, I, yeah. Finn, Finn deserves way more respect than what he's getting now. I mean, my Finn might be okay with that. My personal opinion. Yeah, we thought Adam Cole was okay with that too until he bounced. I never thought. Hey, hold up! I never thought this man was okay with that. You know what I'm saying? I, I already knew Adam Cole wasn't gonna wasn't gonna shine on the main roster like that. I I, I knew that. I knew that. I, Tommaso Ciampa. I don't think he's gonna shine on the main roster like that. I, I mean, Johnny Gargano. Same way. I, I think eventually, them guys are going not going to be there. And I hate that. I hate that. I really do. I really hate that because they small. They small guys. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm, I, I just don't know. Like, some people just get lost in the shuffle, and, and that part I hate the Bro, most. Do you know Do you know the potential Ciampa would have in AEW? Oh, yeah, no doubt. But, I mean, oh, Ciampa's man. been in Ring of Honor. That uh, be- I think Johnny's been in Ring of Honor, I think. I think. I, I could be wrong with that, but yeah. But, but honestly, Ciampa is a family guy, and um, I don't think it's feasible for him to work that full schedule on the main roster. I think NST is kind of like the perfect avenue for him. I, I think he said that. I could be misquoting him because he has a daughter now. So, yeah. um, you know, with the time with NXT, it's, it's less, you know, time constraints, if you catch what I'm saying. So, um, right. So, Pat Vinna said, yeah, they all been in ROH, and that's, that's how you heard of them. So, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's... It is there, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't see I don't Trump know what the with WWE. On. I don't see Trump stand. Well, he's the current Personal. NST champ, so he ain't going nowhere no time soon. I so was Adam Cole. <laughs> well, I saw Adam going. I, I saw the man leaving. I saw I, it. The handwriting was just, on the wall for him. I don't see Trump stand with Vince. The I moment, know. the moment I heard Adam Cole was in the office with Vince, one on one with Vince, Vince was yeah. offering him some buku buku bucks yeah, to stay. I bet, I bet he was. I bet he and, was. And Vince has a way of persuasion. He has a way of talking. It's It's been confirmed by several people. He has a If you got a one-on-one with this man, he has a way of negotiating with yeah. you. And you got if you dare set on what you're going to do, you better stick to your P's and Q's. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself in another contract because yeah, Vince is going to get mean, you. Vince has been doing this for years. I mean, he, he, exactly. knows the, he, he knows the business. All I'm saying is I just don't see Trump staying. I see Chompa leaving. If 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 I had to bet money, then it's it's on Chompa leaving. Yeah, 
Um, and, and a lot of people say, oh, yeah, they're going to AEW, they're going to AEW. But keep in mind, there are other places. There's New Japan, there's, uh, there's uh, Impact, there's NWA. And all those all those individuals are working alongside AEW to a certain a certain degree. Um, lately, they haven't been like on AEW television or whatever the case may be. And you know, Christian is over there because he's the current Impact you know champion. But um, I'm now wait a minute. Minoru Suzuki, Minoru Suzuki is on tomorrow on Rampage. Him and Lance Archer against John Mosley and um, you know Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston would not have flourished in WWE. But he is over the moon on AEW. I agree. Um, I agree. Because Eddie has a way on the mic that would not work for WWE. It doesn't fit the WWE style. He's no, he's very in-your-face, no-holds-barred type character. And I think Eddie did try out for WWE and didn't, didn't make it or something like that. It's something that happened with him. It's his mic skills. His mic skills is too raw. And AEW is like a perfect avenue. It, Eddie Kingston got ECW mic skills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. He if he could talk, he halfway there. But he got to he got to handcuff his talking because you know how Eddie Kingston talks. He he no holds bar type person. Like he he don't give a shit if he offends you or not. You know what I'm saying? So I, I mean, but he's over I, the moon though on, on AEW. I, like fans, I mean, love I don't want to say Eddie wouldn't have worked in WWE. It it really depends on the limits, the restrictions that they will place on Eddie. Now, will that dim Eddie's light as far as his potential and what he could be, like how he is now? Sure. But I'm not going to say it wouldn't have worked. They would have figured it out, but, you know, you know, WWE is WWE. You know, AEW's AEW. You know, it just depends on where you want to be, I think, with wrestlers, man. And I think for, for right now, wrestlers are seeing AEW and it's like, you know what? I can go over here. I can get my shine. If I go to Vince, I probably won't get my shine because obviously Vince is still playing favorites. So if, if I go to AEW, I can get my shine. I can get my equal fair share. You know what I'm saying? As, as long as I'm good enough and I do my part, I can really get my shine over here on this end versus going over to Vince and having to, you know, fall by the wayside. You know, it's unfortunate. But again, Vince does have his favorites. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, so Vince Vince is a genius of of epic proportions. I mean, he's a great businessman on all on top of all things. But here's one one truism when it comes to Vince: he has to make you in his own image, right? If you made a name for yourself outside of it, he's gonna change you. Like prime example, Karrion Cross. And I mean, originally his his name is Killer Cross, but obviously you can't use that name because WWE. So you use Karrion, but Karrion took that persona that he has and he had a mo- one of the most epic interests you can ever have with his wife, you know, doing the song. And then when you put him on Raw, it's like you had to change him. You had to put the shoulder straps on him. You had to put the helmet on him. You didn't have to do that extra stuff. But WWE is trying to market to kids, to children. So you got to make them marketable to a certain level that's why you got nikki ash which i don't again you heard me yesterday i don't agree with her teaming with rhea ripley because rhea ripley looks like she's out of place she don't look very comfortable where she's at you know nikki ash would have worked oh, she's working perfectly for connor's cure she's working perfectly for that well no i'm, I'm just saying the the, the gimmick would have worked better back in the early 2000s you know when hurricane was making his rounds 
Right. You know, like that 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 gimmick doesn't I mean, I don't know how everyone else is taken to it, but to me, it just seems out of place. It 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 doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, yeah, it, it is out of place. However, um Nikki ASH working with Connor's Cure, that that is that is her wheelhouse. I think that's something that was Nikki's idea, to be honest. That wasn't Vince's idea. That was Nikki. They just let her go with it. Um, but Rhea with Nikki, it, it like yeah, past right. The odd couple stick will always be a thing. Like you had Daniel Bryan and Kane, you got Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, which Randy asked to work with Matt Riddle. That works. But you know how it looks odd on paper, but it still looks natural to a certain degree. It doesn't look that way with and, Rhea and Nikki. And like, I will I will stand by what I said. I don't like the odd couple gimmick. I never did. I always thought it was weird, but that's just me. That's just yeah. me. I know you and Pat probably disagree with that, but that's just me. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it me. worked. It, it works like with certain people because it looks odd on paper, but you see chemistry within the two characters. I don't see the chemistry between Rhea and Nikki uh, not right now because Rhea looks out of place. Like she really looks uncomfortable where she's at. Like she's kind of been shaking and stuttering when she got on the mic when it was doing the Connor's Cure thing. Like it was... It, it looks weird. Like I think it just feels weird for her hey, because her hey. character. Hey, hey, Pat, I don't give a shit. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably hiding. <laughs> Man, I... <laughs> worker ants scurrying no, but, but... about. <laughs> But shout out to, to Nikki Ash. I mean, she, you know, is definitely definitely a good thing. I'm not I'm not dismissing her on that end. What she's doing is great. All I'm yeah. just speaking in terms of is the wrestling. It just I just never really like the you know what e there there, there is an exception. The, the 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 only time that I thought that odd couple thing worked was Big Cass and Enzo. Oh well, see, Enzo was the was the uh, was the mouthpiece, right? Like now that, like Enzo, that Enzo Enzo was more over than Cass was, right? But that 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 worked to me. I don't know what it was. E, I thought Enzo was hilarious, <laughs> you know, and Big Cass like that. It that worked to me. I can't explain it, but that might be my only exception, right? Big, you know, Big Cass and Enzo. So uh, Top Gun asked, what's going to do with uh, Naya? Uh, actually, Naya is, quote unquote, hurt because uh, Shayna Baszler hurt her. So Naya, she, she's injured. Naya has fallen by the she's wayside. No, she's out for a while. Naya has, has fallen by the wayside, even before that. Even I'm, before that. I think they're just finding shit for Naya to do. And it's just like, what? what's the point? What's the point? They just keep a Naya around probably because of The Rock. I don't know. I don't nah, know. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. <laughs> so I mean, you know for Pat said, Pat said I like Naya, but I'm glad they did that for Shayna. Yeah, I'm very glad they did that for Shayna because that's what Shayna is. That's who she is. She's a killer, and she's supposed to be that way. And for Do her to take down Shayna is main roster material. Yeah, I think she is. Man, they they they, they watered her down. That, that that was the only problem. She was she was straight. Do you think Shayna is main roster champion material? Yes. Okay. I mean, she's proven that in NXT. Okay. Nobody right. couldn't be her. 
All right. You know what I'm saying? Up until a certain point, that is. But, you know. Okay. She definitely main roster material. They just, they main rostered her. How about that? If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they should have kept the same Shayna and just improve her mic skills, like Pat was saying earlier. Just improve her mic skills just a little bit, but she's a woman of few words. Like, kind of like how Brock Lesnar is. And just let her do what her do. Let her loose. It's certain wrestlers that's on that main roster, you have to just cut loose. You have to take the handcuffs off of them. That's how you do it. Because when WWE gets it right, they really get it right. But it's you got to let them loose. Shinsuke Nakamura, let them loose. You should have let them loose with AJ at WrestleMania. You should have gave him 30 minutes. That's what you should have did. E, I'll didn't. be honest. E, I'll be honest. I don't know how I feel about Shayna. I don't. Well, I mean, I, I understand that. I'm I understand not saying that, she's bad. She, she may seem stale. I'm, I'm not saying she's bad. I'm not dissing Shayna. I'm just, I just don't know how I feel about her. Like, I, I just can't put my finger on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about Shayna. To be she honest. is, she reminds me of a amped up Dean Malenko. Because Dean Malenko was very stoic. And, and he'll Malenko. work you over in the ring and he'll make <laughs> you tap. And he was a man of few words and he walked right the fuck out. And amped up Dean Malenko. Hmm. I amped up Dean Malenko. That's, I, I, that's yeah, because she's a that's submission specialist. Like she's like she does several holes, several locks. And see, that's why I think with some people, I think some people are and I know we were supposed to be talking about AEW, but I know we kind of jumped on that. But yeah, you know, she's like a, a woman of like a thousand holes in a way, in a way. She got your leg locked, she got your wrist locked, she got your arm locked, she got your shoulder locked, she got all this other stuff. And Top Gun said he would say Chris Benoit. Yeah, yeah, a mix. I would say a mix between the well, two. How about a Ken Shamrock? That too. Yeah, I would say that too. Ooh, like see, that would be actually a legit thing. Like have her go nuts like Chris, like Ken Shamrock used to do. Like just flip everybody over and just put them in locks and shit. Like that would be that'd be perfect for her. You know, we like, forget shock how fan make kids we for, scared. We forget how good Ken Shamrock was. Ken Shamrock you know, was awesome, we, man. We don't speak on Ken enough, he, and, and, and that's a travesty. Ken Shamrock was incredible. <laughs> he was pretty fucking good. You know. He was Ken, like, good. blood out his mouth. He, like, just suplexing people. It, it was nuts. It was nuts with him. Now, now with AEW, now, I, I, I'm trying to encourage Pat because he's a pro wrestling fan first before anything else, right? So, AEW has something for everybody. If you like spot-heavy matches, boom, that's, there you go. If you like technical wrestling, boom, they got that. If you like story-driven stuff, boom, they got that. They basically a variety show every week. They got something for everybody. But they got you so engrossed that it makes you watch the whole entire show to see what's going to happen because you technically don't know what's going to happen. And the unfortunate thing about when you watch SmackDown or Raw, you kind of got an idea on what to expect. You know, Raw kind of shifted the, the meter a little bit because you weren't expecting a triple threat match between Bobby, Roman, and Big E. You weren't expecting that, but you're not going to get that every week, though. So Roman is not going to be there this Monday. You're going to have Big E and Bobby pushing their storyline or whatever the case may be. So, but then you might have Sheamus and, and Damian Priest again. You might have Sheamus and Drew McIntyre again. You know, you might have that stuff. You know what I'm saying? You might have repetitive Stuff that you've seen already, but you kind of got an idea on what to expect and they need to shift it. But with AEW, 
you don't have a, a direct grasp on what's going to happen. They'll tell you what matches are coming. They'll let, let you know, like, hey, on next week, we got Miro versus Sammy Guevara for the TNT title, which that's actually happening. Um, which that's interesting to me because I don't know if Miro's going to keep the title or not. I mean, he's been whooping everybody's ass, literally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Might be time for him to lose it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, or- Orange Cassidy, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Orange Cassidy is like, no matter what he does, he's over, man. Like, he's on the vlogs. <laughs> he's on TV. He showed up on um, on TNT, like, uh, the pre-show for NBA games. I think he showed up for that, I think. Like, he's over. You know, he, he's, he had classic matches with Chris Jericho, which he beat. Um, He had a, a phenomenal match with Kenny Omega and Pat. Like, fans was live. I mean, fans was, like, loose out there for him. But go ahead, Ron. What'd you say? My my only question, Mark, and I don't know if I talked about this, but my, my only thing about AEW, mm-hmm. and maybe Pat or Top Gun or B-Seats can, you know, chime in. The only thing I'm curious about is the title reign. Okay. I'm curious to see how they're going to work how long a wrestler holds a title. Oh, they already proven that already. They've been doing that for the past two years. Well, no, it 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 it's not the same as how Vince does it. Right. Clearly. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm 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 curious to see. Well, how should I say this? With Vince, you know who's gonna get a shot. You know who's right. gonna hold the title for however long. It's like it's obvious. Again, Vince plays favorites. And maybe that's just me being used to Vince's way and uh-huh. no one else's. But with AEW, I'm curious to know. Like, I'm 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 curious the mindset, the thought process of when on how when and how to uplift a wrestler. Like right now, you know, you have Kenny. Okay, how long is Kenny going to remain in that top spot? I think Kenny has been holding that title for the past eight months, and I think Kenny is holding that title until Adam Hangman Page comes back. I think, honestly, that's... Okay. Here's what I noticed with these titles. Tag Team, TNT, main event, um, the AEW Heavyweight Championship. Um, Basically... They hold a title for months. They don't hold it for three months. They hold it for months. And, and because it's, it's old school mentality, you have to work it. With AEW, they have a rank structure. And that's not what you're used to, Thanos. That's not what I'm used to, honestly, neither. With WWE, you kind of got to have people show up and then boom, you're in, you in a title spot. But no, you got to rank your way up. When Christian showed up, he didn't get a world title opportunity right away. He literally had to work himself up the rank structure to get to number one. Daniel Bryan faced Kenny Omega last night, but it wasn't for the, the AEW World Championship title because he's not ranked. So there's that. So um, I think the best storytelling I've seen that I can remember off the top of my head is Cody and Darby Allen. Darby oh. wrestled Cody to a draw first. Right. And I right. think Cody, then a few months later, Cody wrestled Darby again. And I think Cody came out on top. And then a couple months later, like Cody is, is a two-time TNT champion because you now you're trying to put prestige on that belt right. and who you right. beat. 
So right. now, so far, you had Cody winning the title, Brody Lee winning the title, Cody winning it back. And then now the third time you see Darby Allen versus Cody again after Darby worked his way up to the ranks. And then finally, Darby gets the win over Cody. And now Darby is TNT champion for months until he drops it to Miro, who worked his way up in the rank. And right. now he's a TNT champion. And, and, and it works like that. And he does it. Tony does it to a point where nobody is out of the picture, even if they don't have a belt. They're going to be on TV. They're going to work their way up. And it makes you have to watch AEW Dark on YouTube. It makes you watch it because that is also ranked shit, too. And they and they redo the rank structure every week. You know, I I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. You know, E, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I don't know how you felt about this, mm-hmm. but when Vince and Hunter brought in Ronda Rousey and she got that shot automatically, that really rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, yeah. Honestly, that still rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, Vince, you have all these other women out here who's busting their ass, and here comes R- Ronda, who just got her ass beat. You know what I'm saying? Now you make her champion on, on this end, and come to find out, Ronda doesn't even respect the business. <laughs> oh, no, no, well, hold on. I, I got to pause you on that one. Actually, she really does respect the business. Um, no, because she was just... talking shit. Remember she was talking oh, no, 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 shit? That, that's, on her, that's, on her, that's, that's on Snapchat, Instagram, live, or whatever. That's, and I was that's, like, all, that's all her character. That's all her character. Like, they... The, the the women knew that about work. that. They just that was playing. They just they just was playing onto that. It, don't let the social media fool you. She's a she's a very big wrestling fan. Matter of fact, she was over the moon about NWA Empower, which is an all women's pay per view. Like she's like this shit is phenomenal. Like these shout out to all these women that bust their ass or whatever. Whatever. She was in character. See, okay. That, that okay. he blurred the lines. You see, you see how she got you? She got you because it had you yeah, pissed she off. Me. She got me. She, she got me. I admit. I admit. I admit. But yeah, still, she, but, like she just played to realism. But still, at the end of the day, she got there, got a shot. I didn't like it. I yeah. didn't like it. I was like, and, I mean, and, Ronda's cool, but Ronda, I mean, let's face it, Ronda wasn't that great of a wrestler. She was just there for the ratings and the viewership. I mean, come on. I, I can't say that either. It is. He had probably one of the best in ring debuts I've seen out of anybody. E, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is Ronda wasn't that great of a wrestler. I mean, she tried. God bless her soul. But you know, eh. eh. Oh, no, hold on. Now she ain't no evil. She ain't no evil Marina. Hey, we got to give Ronda a little bit more credit than that. Well, hold on. R- Ronda, Ronda, Ronda had put on some good matches. Triple Threat, the debut. Hold on, E. Top Gun, Charlotte. Charlotte is pretty damn good. Let's let's phenomenal. not disrespect Charlotte Flair, Top Gun. Come on, let's <laughs> let's stop this right now before we get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> Charlotte Look, Top is, Gun has some hatred good. towards Charlotte because she went in way too much. <laughs> like she got a title way too many times. Listen, and I think that Top, listen, Top Gun, I hear you, but Charlotte's pretty good. But anyway, back to Rhonda. I mean, e, I don't know. I Rhonda wasn't all that to me. Again, she tried, she tried, and but it just wasn't. Eh. So, I mean, okay, I got I to gotta go back to what Pat said. He said, fans are mad when WWE tries that. WWE never tried that. So what I, what I mean by that, Pat, AW got, they got numbers. Number five, number four, number three, number two, number one. Not just number one contender. They got literal numbers beside the wrestlers' names. So WWE never did that. They're just like, okay, 
Did like what? the rank, the, like the rank structure, like number five, number six, number four, like that kind of thing. Kind of like how UFC used to do it. What, no, they, they doing it now. They never did the rank structure. It's just the thing with WWE. You know, it just had a no more contender type match. That's you, what, that you win the title, and then wrestlers have their rematch clause, and then wrestlers lose the, re- the rematch clause, and then you know some of them remain in the picture, some don't. Right. It's just it's just how Vince does business. Yeah, you have the number one contendership, the rematch clauses, which at times can get blurry with the with the storylines and all that. No, it ain't the rank structure, but it 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 it's a oh, it's, 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 it's a little. Oh, now the rematch clause is no longer there. Now, just the FYI, they they oh. they cut that out like a oh, couple oh, of years ago. That. Yeah, they oh, made a they made a point. They actually said that. Like there's once you lose that title or whatever, you don't automatically get a rematch. Like you gotta kind of do something to get back there. And um I think what it is is that WWE is known for when there's a big name or something, they're gonna plug that name in first. And I think it's hard for them to actually transition to what they're not normally doing. But AEW okay. started with rank structure and still doing the rank structure and i think that's now what people are accustomed to aw like there's some things that aw does that wwe does and people don't like you know what i'm saying but wwe kind of created that that atmosphere where they're used to how these things are and they need to slow it if they want to do that little twist or tighten that screw they need to slowly do it not like abruptly do it not like have Vince come out like we're gonna shake things up, we're gonna move some stuff around. Cause how many times have we not seen him say that? Several. So we can't have him come out there and do that. You just got to net organically do it. You got to organically kind of like change stuff around. But um, I mean, I mean, I, okay. So I mean, bigger stars getting the push. You know, e I can I can see both sides of it. Yeah. Yeah. You you you. And I know Top Gun's gonna hate this, but Top Gun, you kind of still need Charlotte in that conversation. Charlotte, Charlotte Flair always be in that conversation. Charlotte is, you know that. I know fans hate it. I get it, but Charlotte Flair is who she is. She's she she needs to be in that conversation. And Top Top Gun, you're right. She ain't Rick, but Charlotte, she she's good. You know, good with the mic. She has presence. You know, she she can drive a storyline. I mean, Charlotte can do stuff on her own. So let's let's not discount Charlotte and her contributions mm-hmm. to the industry. You know, let's let's not do that. Top Gun, Charlotte. You know, she she she's still she's good. You know what I'm saying? But you know, at you know, I can see the the big stars still getting that push. A Sasha, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hell, a Nia or a a Roman or you know, now Kofi. Kofi is an exception. Kofi lost that title, and then that was the end of that. I don't know what the fuck happened there, but Kofi is the exception. You know, yeah. normally, E, we don't see that. You know what I'm saying? If someone loses the championship, they're kind of still in that picture for a, a little while longer. But Kofi, while. they just dismissed him. I don't know. You know it what I'm saying? But, but you know, you still want your big stars in the picture, but I can also see wanting to give another guy a shot like a big E. Now, Big E has been rising his for ass. a very long time. So it's good to have, you know, your Big E's of the world, you know, get get that shine as well. So I which get is, it. Which is Vince's guy, by the way. 
Um, exactly. Remember, I keep telling you, like Vin, Biggie is Vince, one of Vince's guys. Exactly. Like, one of Vince's favorite people. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm not against stars getting the push. E, I know you hate John Cena, but E, uh. you, <laughs> e, you still needed John Cena in that picture. I hate to admit it. I hate to admit it. E, I know you hate John Cena. I don't and hate for John a while, Cena. E, you hated Roman. You hate Roman John for a while, Cena. E, but you, but you need. I mean, even even if Roman loses that title, you know, soon, you still not, have to have Roman not. in that picture. He's not. No, I'm Roman saying, is not losing that title to Finn Balor. On the slim chance that I, I, he does, E, if he does, you still have to have Roman in that picture. You can't just dismiss Roman. You can't. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Roman is going to have a star. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. He's going to have a – what he's going to do is going to have a longer title reign than CM Punk. I'm going to tell you that. He's going to hold that title longer than him. I, I, I can almost guarantee you that shit. Because CM oh, Punk was the last – Longest reigning uh, heavyweight champion in recent memory. Ah, you see what Patty said. I'm glad you acknowledged wrong. <laughs> well, hold on, Top, Top Gun. Are you are you asking me? You know the reason behind Alexa Bliss or Flair. What are you asking, Top Gun? So, so I'm. Clear. Oh, oh, he said, "What's the push? Is it for Alexa or is it for Flair?" Honestly, oh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know who's going to win that match. To be honest, I mean. To be honest, Alexa Bliss's gimmick is killing me. It's killing me. I'm not really with it. Ain't it ain't her fault, man. It ain't her fault. <laughs> it ain't. It's not her fault. It, it's not Alexa's fault, man. She she was she was left with stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? They let go of Bray Wyatt. Like she had a thing with Bray. Like it's is no. E, I'm, I'm, she I'm, got I'm, left holding the bag. You know what e, I'm saying? I'm, e, I'm with you. I'm with you. If they give Alexa the title, hey, I'm not against it. I'm not against it, but you know, I mean, Alexa's been champion numerous times, even even before this. So you want to you want to circle back to Alexa? I mean, I get it, but again, her gimmick is is killing me. It, it's it's really killing me. She's making the best of what she got, and and that's that's all you can ask for. She's doing the best she can with what she got. No, and, fa- and, and you remember I told you about fans being protective of AEW. Fans are being very protective of Alexa. Notice that no, people are going to shit on that character because, okay, you got that from Bray or whatever. Notice fans do not allow those little boos to show up in, in oh, the crowd. Right. Like, they, they protect right. that. You're right. You're right. E, e I'm with you. Pat, I'm with you. Alexa, it's not her fault. I'm just, you know, it's, it's, it's hard for me. I mean, yeah. the push for Alexa or Charlotte, it can go either way. I'm sure the fans would love to see Alexa over Charlotte get that title. You know what I'm saying? Either way, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm just saying Alexa is still a big star as well. You know oh, what yeah, I'm no saying? Doubt. So no doubt about you know. it. That to me that that's I, re- that that's a WrestleMania style match. If you had like the old Alexa, and yeah, Charlotte, that, yeah, yeah, that would okay. be, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That that's yeah. that that's that's some stuff right there. But yeah. I mean, now going back to AEW, now I don't want to put like just be super super over with AEW with Pat, but I, I highly encourage you like to watch it. Like matter of fact, watch Rampage uh, Friday night. Just watch that Friday night. I think that comes on at nine. It's a two hour show now. Well, just for this week because it's at Arthur Ashe Stadium because you got like twenty thousand fans or whatever the case may be. Here's what I mean by being protective. AEW Rampage I think was already taped after Dynamite last night. Okay. And no, I saw not a single person on on Twitter tweet anything about Rampage. 
they whoever that was there in that arena did not put anything on social media. They might put an entrance, but that's it. They wasn't doing any other matches. They weren't talking about the results. That's what I mean. They're, they're, what I mean by not like, you know, they weren't letting out the information out in the in the wilderness for people to, to, to see. Right. So it, when you watch Rampage, it's like it's your first time watching it ever, and it's going to come off as live, and that's what it is. And that's great. That's what I mean by protective. That's what I mean. Okay. Um, like just you got passionate fans, man, and some fans are toxic. I I get that on both ends of the stick. Like WWE, AEW is like nothing AEW does that to a WWE like loyalist, they're gonna do right. Like, oh, they still trash. Da 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 da. You know, or whatever the case may be. Now, now, Pat, now you I, you said that Kenny Omega is overrated. Okay. So I can't say that about him. Hilarious. Because this man Pat, has you read are hilarious. You are hilarious, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't honestly say that because of his classic matches with Okada. That's how his name really, really got on the mat. Uh, on the map. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's true, Top Gun. He hates John Cena. He hates him. He hates John Cena, Top Gun. Facts. Man, listen. So, <laughs> so like with Kenny, like when he got on AEW, you saw him grow as a wrestler. Um, right. Um, you saw him wrestle the New Japan style. Um, the wrestlers that he been in the ring with, they put him to a point where he had to do mat style wrestling, which you saw him do that. Um, he did. He wrestled a, a a solid match with Christian. Yes, which was not his normal type match. Um, you saw him evolve as a character. I mean, he collected. He was the A. He is the AEW World Champion. He was the Impact World Champion. He was the Triple A Champion. He was the belt collector. Like he's ranked number one on PWI for this year. Like it's it's kind of hard to deny this man. Like you know, he's not he's not phenomenal on the mic, but he says the right things on the mic. If I if that must if that makes sense. He's not like Ric Flair or The Rock on the mic. He's not like that. But he he does enough to get his point across why he got Don Callis as his mouthpiece, which is genius, by the way. Don Callis is hilarious yeah. <laughs> to me. He's yeah. hilarious. Now, Pat, and, and the Young Bucks, like the Young Bucks, the Young Bucks don't wrestle as many spot-heavy matches as before because they now, some of as their heels, now they wrestle more of a traditional tag team style from time to time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it depends on who's across from them. They're gonna wrestle according to that style. Like they are evolving. They're not the same young bucks or Kenny Omega from what you remember. And you know, I, I have to add, Kenny. Now, Pat, we, we Pat, people feel how they feel. If you got people out there saying he's the best wrestler in the world, Pat, you can't tell them any different. That's just the way it is. Now, Kenny, by no means, it's trash. Kenny can wrestle. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Matter of fact, E, you put me on Kenny Omega. And, you know, I've I've seen those matches. Kenny is fantastic. He is. And I like Hill Kenny. I like when Hill Kenny is talking his shit and, you know, him being a Hill. I love it. I enjoy it. Is he the best wrestler? I wait. He's not better than AJ. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, Which I feel but, like they should face each other at some point. But AJ. Right. I think right. AJ going to retire in, in WWE if I'm not. Yeah, yeah probably. You know, if, yeah. 
But I don't I don't believe Kenny's overrated. I, I think Kenny can definitely wrestle his ass off. I, no I think he can. I think he can. So, you know, it I think Roman was number two on PWI. Because he like Roman should have been number one for that. <laughs> I mean I mean E, you know, it 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 it's hard to debate. I think Roman is the top guy in wrestling, period. Period. I think mm-hmm. Roman. I think Roman is the biggest star in wrestling right now. AEW, mm-hmm. WWE, Impact, Ring of Honor doesn't matter. Roman is the top guy right now. I he can't. Is. Okay. I, I that that I can't. I can't argue that. <laughs> um, I can't. I can't really argue that. Um, I mean, as far as his star power, yes, I get that. Hill, now, as far Roman, as like Hill Roman is just he is incredible. It it's is. Incredible. I can't really. <laughs> okay, I know his character is a heel character. But I can't call him a heel because when he came out on Raw, there was cheers for this man. You don't cheer a heel ever, yeah, ever. Yeah, but e, you're you're still looking at it in the traditional sense. But e, I, that's what I'm saying. E, what, what, e, what I'm e, saying. E, e, we had this talk. Now we had to talk. Roman is a heel. Now you know. We know. I he know. Ain't, he ain't MJF. We know that. We know that. You know what I'm saying? That's but what I'm I, saying. But but I still think people like MJF. No, you nobody likes him. It's a. It, I think his, some people his do. His parents I actually think, tweeted I, I, and like, listen, we are his parents, and we think he sucks. E, I, I I still believe I think people like MJF more than they put on. I really do. It's it's, it's a love hate relationship. I believe. I, they they I believe. love they love heel <laughs> Roman, I, and that's who he should have been in the first place. In all honesty, he, he Roman should have been a heel for the Jump Street, but I, I think what it is with I think what ruined on what really blurred the lines with heel face stuff was the Attitude Era and the NWO that ruined it. That 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 was cool. Explain, but it, but it but it killed something else. Explain. Okay, so when you had Hogan change his character, everybody loved healed Ho- heel Hogan. You had and it was cool to be bad. Steve Austin, he was a heel, but they cheered him anyway. It was cool to be bad. The, the Rock, well, he Steve was a bad Austin, guy. Steve Austin he, heel wasn't wasn't believable. I don't know why they they pulled that shit. But no, I'm no, sorry. it was I'm believable sorry. because he no, was going after people like no, he was. Think about it. No, he was going, not to he was me. Going, not to me. That's what I'm, I'm saying, sorry. Rick. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it wasn't believable for you, but he was supposed to be a heel. He was attacking Bret Hart in heelish ways, attacking him in the back. Attacking him from behind, using chairs and shit. He was doing all this stuff to the babyface character of Bret Hart. He was the heel, but fans then they liked the fact that he was doing this. Being bad was good. The Rock was supposed to be a bad guy. He was insulting people. He was on the mic killing people on the mic. But who end up cheering the fans because that changed. The dynamic change. There's a being bad was good, and from that standpoint, being a heel was very blurred, and is and it was little to no true heels in wrestling from that standpoint. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Let me challenge you on your Stone Cold take. Being bad and being a badass is two different things. E. Stone Cold was a badass. He was was bad. bad. He, he, he was just a badass, and they went with that character. He was so, okay. cold stunning, Vince McMahon, drinking beers, doing all crazy stuff. You know, and now I can make the argument, E, all the crazy shit Stone Cold was doing was heelish. 
because you would never think a good guy would do that. Surely, no good Hell wrestler. No, would. it wasn't. It, it surely, was say your prayers, take your vitamins. Bret Hart surely, was putting glasses on kids. Exactly. Like, surely, no good wrestler would ever do half the shit that Stone Cold did. But that was the badass character of Stone Cold. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't bad or heelish. He was just being a badass. So when he turned heel, heel, like doing all, you know, joining Vince. And doing this shit, E, that made no sense to me at all. And I don't believe, matter of fact, I think JR even spoke on it. Like, no one really bought that. Not really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It didn't look right. It didn't sound right. It just looked weird. It, you know, like, and, it, and to me, it was unnecessary. It was but unnecessary you know, for a Stone Cold and, to join Vince and, and be a part of that. Like, that, that, that's not... Mm. But you know Austin came out as a heel. Like I said, like he came out attacking people from behind. Like that at that point, he was a heel and he's supposed to be a heel. And it's just that the fans liked the fact that he was attacking the faces. That's how that 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 caused that change in dynamic where you don't know who a heel and who ain't. Because well, the baby faces end up being a heel because people start to hate Bret Hart from who from what he was doing. Like he was he never changed. He just he's still been Bret Hart. It's just like they, the, the fans changed. They switched. It's like well, I don't fans weren't really liking games. Tony Schiavone and Bobby Heenan like bad mouthing the NWO. They loved the fact NWO came out and it was insulting people. Well, I don't believe you know? in I don't believe in making heels just to make them. Like to me, it has to make sense. When Hogan turned heel with Nash and Hall, you know that was organic. To me, that made more sense than Stone Cold joining with Vince. To yeah, me, that, that makes sense. To that makes sense. me, you know, when Shawn Michaels and Triple H, now granted, were DX heels. They were supposed to be. But were they? No, they weren't. They didn't end up. They couldn't do it. Even though DX were doing all kind of crazy shit, attacking people and, you know, you know, doing With all this. Canadian stuff, flag in your nose. Or, exa exactly. Now, you know, that would be, can be seen as a heelish type of action. But we love DX. But, you know, were they heels? Yes or no? You can't call them that. Nope. I mean, to me, some things are just organic and some things aren't. Roman so, being ill. Yes, babyface Roman worked. It did. I mean, depending on, on who you ask, you know, it's all perception. But I think babyface Roman worked. But heel Roman works a little bit better than babyface Roman. It worked, it <laughs> worked 10 times so, better than babyface Roman. 10 times better than babyface Roman. Like by 10 miles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That like I think the people that booed Babyface Roman wanted Roman to be this Roman here. I think that's why he's getting those cheers sometimes when he comes out because this is the Roman that they wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like Vince, you actually listened this time on this one. You know what I'm saying? Like when Mio said he's an undertaker held a heel role when he was Lord of Darkness. He did. He did held that heel role. He held that. It, it's some people that just have it. Like some people just have it to the point that you hate this character. And I, that's why I say, you know, whether he was in AEW or Ring of Honor or even WWE, MJF is the number one heel, in right. my opinion, because right. nobody likes this mofo. He doesn't get cheers. Nobody, nobody says, I'm better than you and you know it. Nobody repeats his shit. Like, his own parents, like, tweets about him, how much they hate him. You know right. what I'm saying? Like he he keeps his he keeps his character very close to the chest on and off camera. If he's around people that he don't know, obviously. But 
dad, I think he's trying, I think he's learning from the best. He learning from Tully Blanchett. He learning from Arn Anderson. He learning from Chris Jericho. Cause I mean, obviously, you know, Chris Jericho got him under his wing. You know, he learned I mean, from I, all these veterans how to be healed and how to keep that that healer's character. I mean, I I just challenge, I challenge the perception of heal. And you yeah. know, you, Pat, Top Gun, BC, you all can disagree with me or agree with me, but I, I just challenge that perception of heal. And E, I told you, I don't think that I have to hate you for you to be a heel. So like uh, like I don't have I to, to me, to me. I do not have to have the emotion of hatred for you to be seen as a heel in my eyes. Like, e, I don't have to hate you. Like, I get it. I get what you're doing. What you're doing is heelish. You know, you're attacking baby faces. You know, you're you, you're doing all this cruel stuff. E, I get it. But I don't believe that I have to hate you in order to, for you to be seen as a heel to me. Because I can still boo you, E. I can still boo you. And, you know, MJF, like, I don't hate MJF, but I understand that he's a heel. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Jinder Mahal. E, you know I love Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal yeah. was a fantastic heel for WWE. He was, he was great, and he, but he was a heel, and I get it, but I didn't hate Jinder. I didn't hate him, yeah, he but was I knew he was a heel, and I loved it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can love the baby face, and I can love the heel. I don't have to hate you. And I don't have to love you in order for you to be the, the baby face either. You know Bully what I'm saying? Said, so that's that's all I'm saying. So Bully said this uh, when it comes to being a heel. Because he's he he he's been a heel before and he's been a face before. He's like, um, MJF gives off Roddy Piper vibes. And what I mean by that, what he meant by that is that Roddy Piper had people wanting to legitimately fight him. Right. Like legitimately get over on the barricade and fight this man. Ric Flair had a story like they had to hop on a truck because people had knives and wanted to stab him. And because Roddy Piper pissed someone off that much that he he's like, honestly, he's probably the best heel in the business. Honestly, if I if you really think about Roddy Piper and how he talks or whatever, he said too. And, and, and from me going to Palmetto Championship Wrestling, the training facility last week, I'm going there tonight. They they really try to tell the lines between a heel and a face. They're like, no, you're a face. You're not supposed to do that. Or you're a heel. You're not supposed to do that. So with the heel, your, your primary objective is to piss people off, to make people want to fight you, to make people pay to see you get your ass whipped. But sometimes he not going to get it. He or she would not get their ass whipped. And it disappoints you. And it makes you feel a certain way. Like, I like the fact that you're a heel, but I don't want your ass to get whipped. But if I don't get that, like Ric Flair, for instance, I hated Ric Flair because why? He attacked my boy Sting. I didn't like that shit. Beat this man ass. <laughs> like somebody beat the four horsemen ass. Like, but, and, and you rarely get to see the four horsemen get their ass beat. But when you see it, it's worth watching. And with, I don't get those vibes with Roman. He's a bad ass, but he's not a bad guy. You know, he's like, acknowledge me. I'm going to choke your ass out. And after the fact, you will still acknowledge me. That that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? So I don't get those vibes with Roman, but I love seeing Roman come on screen because I know what he's going to deliver once he's in the ring. This I Roman reigns. 
I mean, I I just think with you know with UE and a lot of people, other people, you guys want the you know the traditional heel like yeah. the MJF. You know, you guys want that that Iron Sheik heel type of vibe. You guys yeah. want you know the big boss man heel type of guy. E, I get it, I get it, and I'm you know I'm with you. I'm not gonna disagree with you. I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? You know, everyone like fans turned on Cody last night. They did. They did. You know, I mean, I I get it. I just but I think because he was in New York. I, just, I think that's really what it was, though. I mean, I just I just think, you know. MJF might be the only traditional heel type of character that's out now, you know, because for the longest time, you know, I can make the case we haven't had that traditional type of heel since I don't know. The early nineties, eighties, early nineties, because early 90s. I, th- I think to a point things started to shift, and we started to like characters, whether they were heel or not. It didn't really matter, you know what I'm saying? Like the those emotions weren't as strong because you know things are changing now. Like these guys, you know, we we like them all. Yeah, they do bad shit, but we still like this guy for for whatever reason. So I can't I can't hate you. I don't hate you. I don't want to jump over the fucking whatever and want to punch in the face. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I want to see you lose. I want to see you whatever, whatever, but I don't have those strong emotions like, you know, maybe fans did back in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? I get it. You know, people loved Hogan, Hulkamania, and they hated Andre. Then again, I don't know, was Andre Hill back then? Because from my understanding, people loved Andre, but... What I'm also seeing is Andre was kind of a heel, especially against Hulk. No, I mean he had Bobby Heenan, so. But but I think people loved Andre. But was Andre heel? Again, Hogan was loved. People loved Hulkamania then. But when he went up against Andre, I can say that Andre was a heel, right? Yes, he was. But people loved Andre. I think. I believe. I wasn't there. I don't know. I think like, um, it's, Andre it's, was it's, caught like attacking Hogan like before. That match took place, which caused the heel. Now I think Andre had a heel turn before that. I think that's what ended up happening. Like he ended up being a face, but he he turned heel, and then he ended up being hated. But didn't, um, didn't Andre attack Hogan before that that WrestleMania match? Like didn't I think he did? Yeah. Didn't they do a promo? I, I, Andre attacked him or mm-hmm. whatever. But I he, I yeah, don't know. I think that's I think that's what this, it was. This heel thing and babyface, it's it's weird to me. It's weird. Because heel, like heels are, <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie, man. If if I was in the wrestling in- industry, I would pick heel all day because it's it's more fun to be a heel because you get to piss people off every day and enjoy the shit. But at the same time, you you push the baby face because you notice, like in history, as far as like title runs, heels have more title reigns than baby faces in a way. They tend to they tend to have more title reigns or a longer title reign. Tend to his like throughout history, not just recent memory, but throughout history. Like Kenny, Kenny's a heel, right? Because Kenny gets booze and and he's trying to generate more booze and getting a hundred percent booze. That that's what he's working towards, and because he's doing classic heelish stuff. Like when he's in a match, he he'll have like Don Callis get on the apron, like he'll you know get distractions or he'll do something crazy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and it and it goes from there, 
but he has the title longer. He holding on to that title. Like he's holding on to that gold or whatever the case may be. Like, um, I think honestly, Tommaso Ciampa was a very good heel when he turned on Johnny, Johnny Gargano. Everybody was like shocked. And I mean, he was doing his, he was doing work on Johnny. That's a good and then That's a good example. That's true. You know yes. what I'm saying? Tommaso was on it. That's like true. he was on it. So, I mean, when you look at that standpoint, Ciampa had, had lightning in the bottle when it came down to him being a heel. And then eventually, you know, they put them back together and then, you know, they did a switch. Um, Sean turning on Marty Jannetty, putting his ass through a window and kicking him in the face. <laughs> that still is funny to me. I don't know why it is, but it is. Yeah, but, 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 you know, Sean, Sean was different because I think even with that, people love Sean. We love Sean. We yeah. love Sean. You know, like Marty Jannetty, let's be honest. Back we then, didn't, we didn't know who Sean was before Sean. Let's be clear about that. We, we, we know who Sean is now and we can look back on it and be like, eh, it wasn't so bad, but back then that was bad. That was bad. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, even back then, you could tell Sean was going to be the star. Marty Jannetty was cool. Marty could wrestle, but something about Sean. It's like it's like, well, I don't. I could. I it, I, I, I I think with some people, it's obvious. It's really obvious. You know what I'm saying? And I think Sean just had it. Sean had it, and Marty. Yeah. You know, I don't think well, we they really... never won a tag team titles with each other with the Rock as them as the Rockers. Like, I mean, I mean, I when, mean, when I mean, Sean did his thing, that that was a turning point. But I I could never thought if I'm looking at this thing from jump and I didn't know what was going to happen in the future, I would never thought that Sean was going to be as big as he was. I can't say I can't honestly say that. I can say I that now because I I've seen what he's done, but I can't see that if if I never knew what he was going to do. I hear you. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, to me, it, it just seems like Sean was going to be the guy. He had the look. He had the attitude. No diss to Marty, but I don't think we really care for Marty Jannetty, to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest. You know, when the Hart Foundation was doing their thing, you know, Brett and, and Anvil, to me, it looked obvious that Brett was going to go single and do his own thing. That's just how it seemed to me. Now that I, part, yeah, I, I see that. You know what I'm that. saying? It's just you know, some people are different. Eat some people like you can you, you can you can really tell who got it and who doesn't. And I think Sean yeah. w- was one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? That that's all I'm saying. That's all True. I'm saying. <laughs> so and yo, and guys, man, that's our show for today, man. Listen, man, this has been a good one because I I don't know what it is, man. When we talk about pro wrestling, we get on this tangent. And we just go. <laughs> we just coast, man. We just coast. But hey, we, we do got comic classifieds coming up really, really soon. I will set a date for that. Myself, Thanos Red, we will uh declassify some of these comic book characters that, that's obscure. Some that's not on the mainstream. Kind of give you some education on um some of these characters. But we will do the comic classified section. It will be an evening show. So um uh, <laughs> let, let's see that I hate Cena hoodie. You know what? I'm gonna see if I can find it in the store. Speaking of the store, if you go to orangephoenixmedia.com and you click on apparel, there is a 35% off sale going on until the 26th of this month. You need to go ahead and check that stuff out, man. Orangephoenixmedia.com, click on apparel, take you straight to it, or you can follow our Orange Phoenix Tees Instagram page. You can do that as well and give us a follow uh, on Facebook. We got Orange Phoenix Geek Corner. So go ahead and join the Geek Corner. We just had movie night last night. We're doing a movie night next Wednesday. Definitely going to check that out. Give us a follow uh, at Orange Phoenix Media on Instagram as well. 
Um, and we now tonight, I'm not streaming tonight, but I did stream a little bit last night. I played a uh, strike gunner for SNES. Um, very, very good game. I, it just mainly like 45 minutes, kind of like a clip type thing. Cause it was late night and I normally don't do late night streams, but I owe you guys a stream because I haven't streamed since like early last week, but I will be streaming tomorrow at 7 PM Eastern time. And we'll be back tomorrow at 10 AM with some more getting them good goodness. You got anything else for the uh, listeners out there? Thanos Rick. Hey, Orange Phoenix Tees. Cowboys apparel, full price. Oh, my God. Uh, You're paying full no price. Cowboys apparel. I'll tell you that right now. You know what I'm saying? Jerry Jones, do not do discounts on anything. So any Cowboys shirts, helmets, footballs, whatever, whatever T-shirt, full price. No discount. Man, that fucking Cowboys, man. So how about them Cowboys? No. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we're not doing that. <laughs> no, I'm not in the Geek Corner's house. Man. But yeah, check out the magazine. Also, you can get single um, issues of Orange Phoenix Magazine. If you go to orangephoenixmedia.com, click on magazine, go ahead and make your purchase for single issues. It's not a subscription, but you, if you want those single issues, go ahead and click on it, get your download, go ahead and make your purchase. All right? Till next time. Peace. Peace. Y'all.